Welcome to the Underground Podcast, a weekly teaching from the 20 service at Second Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. Stay tuned for ways to connect with our ministry following the message. Last week, we talked about just the start of our new series and how we are going to be talking about mental health. Um, and this is a huge thing that's just going on in our society. Perfect, thanks. <laughs> uh, going on in our society, and it's something that needs to be talked about. So um, today we are tackling fear, worry, um, and anxiety. So I'm going to kind of go through some things, and I want you to raise your hand if this is a fear for you. Um, the fear of snakes. Anyone afraid of snakes? I feel you. I feel all of y'all, okay? Uh, the fear of a s- spiders, right? Perfect. Um, the fear of anything that is an insect, like cockroaches, like all the above. Okay, awesome. So I, growing up, I don't know how many of you went on a field trip to the zoo, you know, um, but I had never encountered a snake before, okay? So I live in Texas, right? Um, I don't, you know, go where snakes are, so it's great. Uh, so I am at the zoo, right? And, you know, you go to the reptile exhibit, is that what it's called? Perfect. So you walk up and you see all these snakes and they're like in the, you know, the little glass things and you're like, oh, they can't touch me. I'm going to mess with them, right? So you like start knocking on the glass and you're like, they can't do anything, right? But this snake, he was mutant or something. Like he came after me on that glass and I was like, nope, never again. So I've never encountered a snake after that. But every time I go to the zoo, me and Sean went a couple years ago and he's like, look how cool. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to sit back here like... I'm not a fan of snakes. So a lot of time, our fear comes from those past experiences that we have. Um, And sometimes those fears can lead us into um, worry and future, for some people, anxiety. So we kind of named a couple. Um, We said spiders. We said, um, you know, snakes, things like that. How many of y'all have a fear of failure? Right here. Yep. The fear of the unknown, double, right? Um, You know, how the fear of like your security, um, whether it be jobs, money, anything, right? So those are, those are just things that uh, uh, like surround us in our world. Um, And today it's even worse. Um, I talked to my grandma. I love my grandma. She's awesome. But uh, she was talking to me and she was like, you're so like, you have all this stuff on your plate. Like, doesn't that stress you out? And I'm like, I'm just used to it, right? And we don't understand how much we have going on, right? I work a full-time job, go to school, serve in a ministry, right? I have a relationship. I have friends. I have all those things. And you're like, it's just usual, right? But so many people don't know how to handle that when more things come in, Um, So this week we're going to be talking about those things, or today we're going to be talking about those things and talk about how fear can impact the things that we go through. Um, I want this message to be for everyone in this room. Uh, You may not struggle with anxiety, but you may know someone in the future that does. Uh, You may struggle with worry and fear of the future, or you may know someone that does. So I want you just to keep an open mind, be, um, just be here in this time because someone's going to need it, right? So 
we're going to talk about fear uh, a little bit more. Um, fear, the definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is going to cause harm. So for me, that snake, even though there's a glass, right, it, it's going to cause fear because it, it could hurt me, right? I think it was like a rattlesnake, so that's off the table. Um, so things like that, like those are, those are things that we think that can hurt us, right? Um, fear is also a good thing in small doses. If there's a snake over there and I'm over here, like I'm going to flee because that snake could hurt me, right? So fear um, is a good thing in small doses. How many of y'all have burnt your finger on a stove, right? How many of y'all touched something that was hot after your mom told you it was hot, right? You learned from it, right? If you still touch the stove, like, I'm sorry, but it's hot, okay? <laughs> so a lot of times, like, the, the fear is a good thing because it's also a lesson for us. Um, I want to read Isaiah 41.10. So if you have your Bible, please open it up. It will also be on the screen. I think we're a little spoiled now. It's just on the screen. We'll read it. Um, it says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. So I don't know how many of you know this, but in the Bible, it says, do not fear 365 times. How many days are in here? I'll answer it for you. 365, right? So it's saying do not fear for every day that you live, basically, right? Um, do not be afraid is only mentioned 103 times, right? Because there are some things, like we should be afraid of snakes because they can attack us, right? Um, like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not going in a lion cage because I know what could happen, right? So it's okay to be afraid of some things. Let's see, gotcha, okay. <laughs> so... It says righteous right hand at the end of that verse. And that for me is protection. That is his plan. And that's what he's going to provide us. Right? So it says, do not fear because I have you. I will help you and I will strengthen you and I have you in my hand. Um, so a lot of times this fear and things that we just dwell on can lead to anxiety. Right? And you may know someone or you may go in through this, but Anxiety is an extreme fear or worry that's strong enough to interfere with your daily activities. Um, I've seen so many people who just can't get out of the bed in the morning. Like they have no motivation. Um, there's some people who have a loss of appetite. They're not hungry. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to go hang out. They don't want to do anything, right? So that's affecting their daily activity. Um, but anxiety is not a I'm not, I'm not saying that you have a disorder. I'm just saying, like, this is a six-month-plus process. Um, I've had days where I'm just like, I'm stressed out. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, right? And I have those days, and I'm like, okay, I'm anxious. Like, you know, I'm having a really bad day. Like, I don't know what to do. But it ends at the end of the week. For people who have an anxiety, it doesn't always end. It doesn't always end in a week. It doesn't always end in a month. It doesn't always end in a year. Sometimes it continues. So... Anxiety also doesn't mean that you don't have faith. It also does not mean that you do not have faith. God tells us that we are going to go through some things. Can I get an amen? How many of y'all have been through some things? Okay. He says you're going to go through some things because when you're on fire for the Lord, you're under Satan's attack, right? And so Satan wants to attack you. He wants to come after you because you're doing something for the Lord. If you're not doing anything for the Lord, you're not a problem, right? 
So, so many times, I'm going to tell you a story about a friend in a couple minutes, but he was the least person that I would have thought would be struggling with anxiety or, you know, suicide or anything like that. Like, it's, it's the people who are on fire for the Lord who are doing something for him. Okay? So, it doesn't mean that just because, you know, you lack faith that you have anxiety and you're anxious. No. Like God said, everyone is afraid. Everyone has fear, and it's okay in some doses. Um, but he also says, do not fear because I am with you. We talked about work worries. We talked about comparison. We talked about just things that we worry about, right? We worry about money. Like for me, like I'm in school, and I have a job, and my bank account probably has $10 in it if I'm lucky, right? And so there, there's so many things to worry about. But God says, hey, look, I get you're worried. I get that you're fearful. Like, I get all of that, but I'm going to work it out because I have you. Um, for a lot of people who have anxiety, their, their mind is always running, right? It's always running. They're thinking all these doubts, all these fears, everything that's going wrong in their day. You know, one thing that one person takes, like, oh, like, that was a bad part of my day. Like, that other person dwells on it, Right? They mess up my food, or I got the wrong Starbucks order, right? That happens a lot. <laughs> um, but just things like that, like, it, cause, it causes them to just think about everything. Um, for a lot of people, they just can't sleep, right? They can't turn their mind off. And a lot of times, those same people turn to other things to help them stop thinking, right? Maybe it's drugs, maybe it's alcohol, maybe it's just other things to get that fix. Um, but it's good to really understand that. Because someone who's struggling with anxiety and you have no idea what's going on in their life. But when a friend comes to you and says that they're struggling with something, you know how to approach it. For me, I, I didn't struggle with anxiety, but I did struggle with other things growing up. So for me, like, I, I was researching, I was doing all this, and I was like trying to understand the best I could. But until my friend was like, this is what it's like, I didn't understand, right? And so that's why I'm up here today telling you the stories of people and just what God says about these things. Um, our present suffering is only temporary. And the times that we are fearful and that we have worries and anxieties because we're not in control, it's because God's in control. God's the one that's in control that's going to work it all out. We can't do that. I don't want to say I'm a control freak because I feel like I'm not, but, you know, that's a label. But I, like, I really don't like change. When things change, I'm like, why? Like, why does that have to change? Things were perfect, right? But God's like, I want to change you, and I want to, I want to switch your position, and I want to do different things to strengthen your faith. It may be hard at first, but you're going to see the blessing out of it. Uh, Matthew 6.25 says, This is why I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, what you will, or what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than the clothing? God's saying don't worry about those things. Things that we, we, we hold to such a high standard, like I have to make the money, I have to do this, I have to do that. God's like, I've got it. I've got it all worked out. And you can't see the other side, but I've got it. Um, for people struggling with anxiety, I just want to say these three things. Seek God, seek help, and tell others. Um, anxiety is so unhealthy to ignore. Um, growing up, uh, at the age of 12, my grandpa, who I was super close with, 
um, he actually committed suicide. And I did not know that until years down the road, um, but for me it was super hard because I didn't know why, right? He, he had cancer um, that no one knew about. Um, he also had tons of other things, I'm guessing, that led up to that, but none of us knew because he never told anyone. Um, so for me, this hit hard because it's like that person that you're super close with that you can't see because people who are struggling with a mental disorder or are struggling with something, they're great at hiding it. I'm great at hiding some things that I have going on. Like if I'm, if I'm stressed out and I come in here, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm at church. Like, hey girl, like it's all good. But when I get home, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all this to do. Oh my gosh, like I have no money. Like I'm stressed out. This is because I don't want to tell anyone, right? Because I want this picture-perfect life, but that's not the case. And so many people struggle with this. So many people have all these things going on and they don't understand. Or they don't know who to talk to. Or they think people are going to judge them. Or people are going to think they're crazy. Or that they have a problem. But that's not the case. And we as other people without anxiety, we really have to stop judging people. Stop looking at people differently because we're all brothers and sisters. And that one person that says, I'm never going to struggle with anxiety, you may. Right? I'm never going to struggle with the eating disorder. I'm never going to struggle with depression. Like, you may be that person. So that's what I'm going to tell you. Like, seek God, get help, and tell others. Because the last thing you want to do is leave this earth because of a temporary thing, and no one know what's going on, right? Um, Many times people don't want to talk to anyone because they won't understand, but anxiety leads to isolation. It leads to isolation. You you feel like you just have to stay to yourself, and when you're to yourself, how many of y'all overthink everything or some things? Thank you. Y'all are are great today. So we, (laughs) sorry, Um, we overthink everything. So imagine, like, I feel like I'm with people and I overthink everything talking to them. But imagine you in your own room, sitting there with all of your issues, all of your baggage, all of your sins, everything that you're going through, and you're just sitting there in it. And you're like, I'm not good enough. I don't look like this person, right? I don't have that relationship. I don't have that friendship. I don't have those, you know, those great things that that person has. I don't have that brand new car, even though I want it, but I don't have it, right? And like all of those things that are going on in your head are just keep going and you can't do anything about them, right? You can't stop them. But God says like, we are to be, we're, we're not created to be alone, am I right? If there was one person in this room, I'd be preaching to them, but it would be pretty awkward, right? Like, we're here for each other. We're here for a purpose. Isaiah 40, 28, 31 says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? Yahweh is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole, uni- the whole earth. He never grows faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. I may not understand it. You may not understand it that person over there that has anxiety and doesn't understand it themselves, like God's just like, hey, I get you don't understand it, but I do. Come seek me and find me and I will help you, right? So many times we want to just, God's like, I see it. Like I see what, I see what's going on in your life right now. Like you can't hide it from me, even though we want to sometimes, right? He's like, I see everything. 
And I'm the only one that can understand it. So why aren't you turning to me right now? And some of you that have anxiety or have other things, y'all may be turning to him. And you may be like, oh my gosh, like what am I gonna hear? Like I just want this to, you know, I just want you to, you know, show me, like help me through this. But until you completely surrender it for the right reasons and let God be glorified through it, it's the moment that it's all gonna happen. Uh, The rest of that verse says, verse 29, he gives strength to the weary and strengthens the powerless. Youths may grow faint and grow weary, but young men stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. So many times we feel powerless and out of control, but that's because God's in control. God has overcome the world. So what makes us think that we can't overcome what we're going through? Have you ever been through a situation where you're like, I can never get out of this, right? Next week is gonna be the same. That's someone who struggles with anxiety. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't see the light at the end of the temple tunnel with this little thing that I'm going through today, right? But at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I'm through it. Like, it wasn't that bad. But people with anxiety, that's continuous. It's continually going through their head. It's continually everything that they think about. And if you take anything from tonight, I just want to say, counseling is okay. It doesn't mean you're crazy, okay? It doesn't mean that you have this huge issue. I went to counseling, and for so many years, I was like, my dad and my grandma and everyone in my life was like, go to counseling, go to counseling. Um, I struggled with just abuse in my family um, and addictions, and I was like, no, like, that shows I have an issue. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, right? But then I came to a point where I was like, I want to try it. And you know what? That lady didn't have to say anything. All she had to do was listen. And if you're a member at Second, we have an awesome counseling program at the Woodway campus, and it's free. So you have no excuse about that. But for me, it was just someone to listen to, someone who wouldn't judge me, someone who, who wouldn't go and talk about it to somebody else. Because that was my thing right? But she listened. And that's the only thing that you take through today. Like counseling is okay. Like having a mentor, someone that you trust, like seeking them in that. It's also us being friends. If, if you're not struggling with the mental illness, that's fine. But I want you to know that you are responsible for the friends that you have. You're responsible. And your friends may be struggling with something, but they're great at hiding it. You may say, well, my friend just doesn't want help or she's not listening to my help. That's fine. But when she comes for help, does she know who to go to or he to go to? Does he know where to go, right? Making sure that you're available. Um, I've had so many friends that have called me out of the blue and they're like 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, I'm in bed, like I'm ready to go to bed. Great, take my shower. And they're like, hey, I need to talk to someone, Right? And if you're like, hey, can we talk tomorrow? Like that can make a big change of what happens that night, right? So being available and also listening more than you speak. If you have two ears, one mouth, it's great, okay? Like listening more than you speak because that person may not want solutions, but they want you to listen. And they want you to not judge them and they don't, they just want you to listen, Okay? And as friends, we're here for each other. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we should be here for each other. 
Uh, Proverbs 12, 25, this is the last verse for tonight. It says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word cheers him up. Just listen. It makes a difference. You may not see the difference, but it makes a difference. Um, And also, if they ask you for your opinion, provide those healthy actions, right? Provide the, you know, going to see a doctor or going to see a therapist or, you know, seeking other resources rather than the same things that they're seeking, okay? Um, I have an amazing friend, like I told you all in the beginning, and he struggled with anxiety. And it led to him um, going through depression, um, going through loneliness, and just considering and trying suicide. And I had known a little bit about the things he had gone through after the fact, um, because he kind of talked about it. But until he told me his story, I was like, whoa. Like, whoa, right? Because this is a guy who, I'm just gonna be up front, like he was serving at the church, he was doing everything that he could do, he was working with kids, He he was on fire for the Lord. But he was struggling right? And he um, had so many things that he had just built up, just sins that he, he, didn't, he didn't resolve and he just let them keep going. But the thing was, was that God was like, look, I'm going to bring them all up because that's how you're going to glorify me. And that's how you're going to be able to serve for me, right? And so he went through this time when four months when God just was like, we got to work on these things. We got to bring them up. And by bringing them up, he had to talk to people. He had to go up to his boss and tell his boss all the sins that he was struggling with. Who wants to tell their boss those things, right? He had to seek good mentors. And he had to go through counseling. And he had to do all of those things so that God could be glorified. And God, he was in a position where he was like, God, just help me. You know, just help me get better. Help me get better. But until he was like, God, I surrender this to you. Like, I want you to use this to glorify you, right? I, he actually gave me his notebook tonight. Um, he wrote so many things um, about, the, like, his fears for that day um, throughout his whole journey. Like, this thing's full. Um, and just the blessings that were happening also at the same time. And he said this was just super helpful, so I'm going to read it to y'all. Father, today my fears are anxiety and doubt. Loved, I know you loved, and I know that I am that you are good. So though these things may consume me, they remind me that I am redeemed, loved, forgiven, and saved. Lord, I have this heaviness on my heart, and I ask that you help me. Lord, you are good, you are marvelous. Help me start off with worshiping you and prayers and not making it about me, but about you. God, I, I know what awaits after this trial. And I hope that you lead me to praise and you build this testimony. You are everything and you have never failed. So someone who's in the deepest, toughest time in their life is writing, Lord, I know that this is hard for me right now but I know that I'm gonna glorify you. And I know that you're gonna use this for my testimony. Guys, I'm speaking on stage right now telling this guy's testimony. How great is it, right? So it's just, God's like, hey, if he didn't have that support system, if he didn't have those people, you know, 
cheering him on and helping him through this time, who knows what could have happened, right? He attempted suicide. He had all these thoughts. He told me that one night he just couldn't stop thinking and he went to his parents' room and he told his parents that night and he had to go to the emergency room so he could sleep. Because his mind kept racing, telling him lies that were not true. So tonight, I am going to um, take some time and I I want y'all to tell someone. Maybe you just have worry or fear or maybe you're struggling with anxiety or depression or you're lonely or, you know, you've attempted suicide or you're going through something. Like, I want this to be a time where you talk to someone about it. Okay? Whether you just plant that seed or whether you just pray with someone, I want you to turn to your neighbor, left or right, wherever that is, and I want everyone's eyes closed, and I want you to just tell that person what you're going through. I want you, don't close your eyes, that's weird. <laughs> okay, don't close your eyes. <laughs> that, that was awkward. Look at the person next to you and tell them your fear. Tell them your worry. Tell them what you're going through. Tell them how about your week. And I just want y'all to talk about that. And after that, hey guys, I see y'all, start talking. Um, Tell them your fears, tell them your worries, and then we'll pray together.